Hi, my name is Cecilia Mandrick, and I'm a life coach. I've worked with dozens of high-achieving individuals who feel in control of every aspect of their lives except their own happiness. In this podcast, I'm helping to bring self-proclaimed overachievers the practices, mindset shifts, and actionable steps they need to build more contentment, confidence, and joy in their everyday lives. If you want to create more happiness in your life, relationships, or even just your Mondays, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to Happiness Created, episode 24. I'm Cecilia, your host. Today, we're talking about connecting with your future self. And we're back with a new computer and hopefully better sound quality than last week. Thanks for getting through that. If you listened, I hope that it's better this week. All right, so one of the things that I talked about in the episodes on setting goals and also looking forward to look back is connecting with your future self. So today I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. So what do I actually mean when I mean talking to your future self and why is it important for being happy and creating joy in your life? And then some kind of tips for talking to your future self, maybe questions. All right, so what do I mean future you? When I talk about the future you, I mean it's the you who is where you want to be. So maybe that's somebody who is making a certain amount of money each month or year. Maybe it's someone who's found a partner or left a relationship. Maybe it's someone who's gotten a new job or found a new career. Maybe it's somebody who's left a job or a career. Maybe it's somebody who's written a book or started a band. Whatever dream you have, that's what I'm talking about. It's the you who's already there. So I want you to think about a dream that you have for this episode. So one that's big enough to feel a little bit scary and one that maybe you've been having trouble taking steps towards, so making moves towards. For me, a long time ago, this was the me who had a career and life she loved. That's what I was, the person I was talking to. So I dreamt of working with people. I didn't know how I was going to work with them, but I imagined something, being something other than a geologist in my life. But my geology career was pretty cushy. So the thing with a big goal that feels scary is you're probably in a nice, comfortable spot right now. And I know you might be saying, no, it's actually not that comfortable. I really want to change. But comfortable in the way your brain looks at it or the way it feels in your life. And it's really difficult to change from comfortable. It kind of goes against our nature. Part of comfortable is coming from whatever story your brain is telling you. But part of this comfortable is because it's known. So our brain will take known discomfort over unknown discomfort every single time. Because the known is known, right? You're familiar with it. It might be bad, but it's not that bad because it's known and the unknown might kill you. So my known, when I was talking about future me, so my known where I was was a job that paid well, had decent prestige, which was something that was important to me then. It was one that allowed me to live a good life with a salary that I was provided there. And it had some really amazing perks like world travel. So it was hard to change from that comfortable, right? Even though I didn't really like my job and I wanted to do something different, it was hard to change from that spot. So I want you to think about not only the future you, the dream you, where you are, but I want you to think about what your known is right now. What is your circumstance? Write down all the details of it. Where are you right now? What's comfortable about it? What makes it comfortable enough not to leave? What is your brain telling you? that's scariest about leaving. 
the reason we stay where we are in this known, even if it isn't very comfortable, is because that change is scary for our brains. So you can probably come up with a long list of why you shouldn't make any moves towards your dream or why you're destined to fail if you did try to go towards your dream based on your past experience right now. So you maybe even have them. Maybe they already came up. Your brain, as soon as you thought about your dream, it was like, nope, can't do that. Not for you. Our brains are really good at this. It's because your brain is hardwired to keep you alive. You're alive right now, which means that whatever situation you're in is working on some level. And change means giving up what you have. So that whole saying about bird in hand is worth two in the bush. So what you have in your hand is worth more, right? It's already real. It's already available to you. And so our brains don't like to give up this known for the possibility of unknown. So for me, it was giving up this kind of cushy job, this good salary for this unknown of what was it? Would I be happier? Would I actually be able to make money? How would this life look, even if the current life that I was in wasn't something that I wanted? Our brains also look at not only why change is hard, but at your past performance. So maybe if it's something like you want to leave your job for a new one. So using sort of my example, if you failed at leaving your job before, which I know sounds kind of funny, but that's happened to me before, then your brain will say, well, you failed. So it's not going to work this time. Don't get your hopes up. The thing is that you want to be somewhere different in the future. So looking at your past for for your capability or for indications of why this is possible is a really terrible idea. Just so you know, you're capable of much different performances in the future than what you've done before. You just have to stop looking to your past for those indications. You have to look towards your future and create beliefs there that you're relying on more heavily than what's happened in your past. So one way of working through this is to imagine the you who has gotten where you want to be, this future you that we're talking about today, so you can start to live into that person right now. So this can be an ongoing conversation with this future you. In fact, it probably should be. But right now, I want you to talk about where you want to be. Imagine that you're there. What will your life be like? What will your habits be? What will you like and dislike? What will you put up with and walk away from? What boundaries will you have? Who will be in your life? What things will you have? What will your house look like? What about your transportation? There's so many questions that you can ask yourself, and I want you to get really detailed. Get dreamy here. Get really granular. You can even, if you're into Pinterest or mood boards, you can even create something like that, or it can just happen in your head. But really think about what you are like in this future version of yourself, this you who has made whatever change you want to make or has done whatever it is you want to do. Our society tells us to look for experts, look to experts and external sources of wisdom. Especially if you were raised as a woman, you're continually told to look out of yourself, that someone else knows better than you and more than you. And so we're usually asking the how of others. So if we want to, for instance, write a book, instead of asking ourselves, how can I write a book? We ask somebody else, how did they do it? How did they get where they are? How did you find your partner? How did you lose the weight? How did you start loving your body? How did you organize your business? How did you start feeling confident at work? We ask other people these questions, thinking that they know the answer. Someone else holds the secret. And someone can share what they know of their how, but they usually can't tell you everything because we're just not very good at doing that. Even when we've gotten where we are and taken really detailed notes, we forget huge parts of it, specifically things like belief and mindset work. But the other thing is, even if somebody could tell you everything that they did to get where they are, It wouldn't work for you because they are not you. 
So someone can give you a really detailed list of how to write a book, but it might not work for you because you're not them and the book you're writing isn't their book. Someone can tell you exactly how they lost weight or exactly how they started to love their body or found their partner, but it won't work for you because they are not you. You have your own beliefs, you have your own history, your own emotions, your own thought patterns that you have to work with to get where you're going. And so that's why the how doesn't always work. And that's why this future you can be so valuable because they have wisdom that these other external people don't have. When you talk to future you, future you knows past you, future you knows current you, and future you can work with you to get to where you want to go. They have wisdom that nobody else has. And this is so valuable. So once you start to tap into it and really start a conversation with future you, they can tell you your how, your why in ways that no one else can. So you don't need an outside expert for most things in your life. You need to get in touch with your own wisdom. So it's kind of one of those, like a throw pillow saying where you don't need, like you have everything you need inside of you. And it's a little bit of a maybe corny saying, but it's true, right? You have everything you need. You have all of your wisdom. You have all of your whys and hows. The reason that looking to your future self can be so valuable is that you start to tap into this own wisdom in a really specific way. You can look at what growth you need to get where you want to be, and you can create beliefs based on your own past experience. When you do this by yourself, as I'm suggesting, or you can do it with someone like a coach who can show you your thoughts every week, because sometimes it can be hard to actually look at your own thoughts. But you can do exactly what I'm doing by having a conversation, asking questions of future you, or just getting all of your thoughts out on paper. So using this as kind of a journaling type thing, or maybe even in a conversation while walking. This works because it connects to your wisdom. It helps you understand what feelings you're trying to create and live into those. So for instance, I knew the Cecilia that I was becoming that she would and wouldn't do certain things. And I knew that she would have things like, for instance, a daily yoga practice and she would feel content. When I knew those things, I could start to cultivate those habits right now in the present. I could start to live into contentment in that current version of me so that I could start to become the future version of me. I could work with my brain in a whole different way and create new beliefs that supported me into the change. Future you is full of so much wisdom. They know so many answers when you ask them questions. When you start to ask really positive, powerful questions of your brain, you'll start to get amazing answers. The happiness you're looking for can be found from talking to the future person. The thing that will make you feel happy and content is different from mine. And so you need to follow your own why and your own process. You need to understand who you're becoming and start becoming that person. And that's the beauty of talking to the future you. That's why talking to future you can be so powerful in creating happiness and contentment. That you is available, right? This you that you're living into, it's there and you can ask them what you need to do right now to get where you're going. Ask for the next step. Don't ask for the whole picture, right? Don't get caught up in the next 37 steps that you need to take. Ask future you what they will tell you. Very often, I'll say future you says, you got this. If you keep showing up, you'll get where you're going. If you keep taking small steps, we have this. So know that your future you probably thinks that. That's maybe a good place to start. Think of the next small step you can take and move towards that. Get in touch with future you. They have amazing advice to offer you. All right, that's this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. 
If you're looking for another way to bring a little bit of joy into your life, I have just the thing for you. My Feel Your Feelings mini course is designed to help you develop emotional literacy and increase your emotional resilience. It's totally free and available for you by going to Cecilia, that's C-E-C-E-L-I-A, B, Mandrick, M-A-N-D-R-Y-K, dot com, forward slash free training. I just know you're going to love it. We'll see you back here next week on Happiness Created. See you then. Here's a quick reminder to follow this podcast so you can get your weekly dose of happy delivered right to the top of your favorite podcast app. All you need to do is open the Apple Podcast or Spotify app on your phone, search for Happiness Created, click on the show, and hit the little plus sign or follow button in the upper right corner. I'll meet you back here next week. Thank you.